All right, welcome into another edition of Catching Up with Tommy Mack podcast right here on 1010XL's podcast platform at 1010XL.com. We're on their Facebook Live page. Hello, Facebook. And, of course, streaming on the relevant app, the group messaging chat app with live interactive podcasting all throughout. Great content you, you can go explore through. Uh, easy download, free download, and you can also start your own channel. That's right. You, too, can be a vibecaster with us. Uh, grow it how you want to grow it. Sell it how you want to sell it. It's a great opportunity for all you out there. Uh, Jags will have another opportunity this weekend, of course, as they travel to Tennessee to take on the Titans. Losers of their last two games to the Texans, which is eye-opening, and, of course, to the New England Patriots. Prior to that, they had won six games in a row, including against our Jags back in October. Um, of course, not having uh, Henry. Big problem, right? He's a, uh, a big-time player, Derrick Henry. Um, definitely a game-changer. They're not the same without him. Uh, that is uh, for fact, right? They're not. They can't run the ball like uh, – well, they've actually, they ran the ball really well against New England. They had 200-yard rushers against New England, so we can't let that happen. Um, but overall, this team's a very good team. They're very physical. Uh, their defensive line is really good. Um, Jeffrey Simmons is a total beast. Um, um, their outside backer, um, Landry, Harold Landry from Boston College, got 10 sacks and get after you. There's no doubt about it. You know, we're in, we're, we're just in such disarray down here. You know, it's just, just crazy. I, I interviewed, uh, Matt Hasselbeck earlier on Catching Up. Uh, you can check it out. I'll uh, I'll be promoting it as well, but it's on the channel. If you didn't get get it live, you can always check out the great content right there by just hitting the streams tab or the extras tab, and you'll go right there on the app. So if you want to check that out, I'll be posting it out to social media. Uh, great interview with Matt. What a man! He's been around the NFL since he was a kid. His dad played in the NFL for a long time. And uh, he was around it all all the time. So it's really, really cool, man. Really, really cool story coming from him. We got into the Jags at the end. You know, Matt's one of the analysts on NFL's uh, ESPN's NFL Countdown on Sunday mornings. That's who I have on normally. I uh, like that group with Rex Ryan and Straight Cash Homie and Brucey and, and uh, Sam Ponder. Um, they're a great dynamic. We talked about that as well. But I said, how do you look at Jags? He's like, they're irrelevant. They're just irrelevant. He goes, you know, this weekend, um, I already know that even though the Jags uh, or even though the Titans are, you know, number one in the AFC South, uh, one of the top teams in the AFC, uh, we're not going to highlight them that much because they're playing the Jags. The Jags are irrelevant. So sad. And he agreed. It's just so, he's like, they're just irrelevant. Nobody wants to talk about them. It's a shame. It's a shame. He had some interesting comments. You got to check it out. Interesting comments. But uh, and a guy that played for Tennessee, too, you almost forget that Hasselwick played for Tennessee and Indy. Um, but irrelevant we are, you know. I don't know. I Look, I, can they win on Sunday? Sure, any given Sunday, I believe that. Uh, lots got to happen. Um, you got to play your best football. I'd like to see the physicality come back. The offensive line really been going south. The D-line going south as of late. Defensive line and defensive front seven was stopping the run. Lately, they have not been stopping the run. Uh, so that's got to change. Um, Tennessee, they uh, they average four and a half yards of carry still without Derrick Henry. They give up 
So that should fall into our category. We should be okay against the run. They may have some success. Um, but we should be able to run the ball. Question is, will we? And who will we run it with? Trevor Lawrence came out and said yesterday that, hey, James Robinson's one of our great players. He's a great player. We need him on the field. That's where he belongs. So hopefully that's a you know, a, a, a telling and, and impactful comment coming from the young quarterback. Impactful not to the fans or to James, but to the staff, that the staff's like, okay. It's really mind-boggling to me that all this NFL experience – you know, that they have on the staff. You couldn't – you failed to see the, the player you have in James Robinson. It's it's mind it's mind-boggling to me. Like, how how do you fail to see that? How did you not see that? How did you not know that? All you do is watch a tape from a year ago. The offensive line actually did a good job in the run, run department last year. And this year with him, they if they commit to him. So we'll see. Maybe it's a different offense. But it's got to change. Something's got to change. Um, is this a beatable team? They are. They're not playing very well. I think it, like the Rams, this could be a get-back game. Is that what they call it? Get back into it? Like get back to where who we are and what we're going to be? Um, we know this. Tennessee will line up and try to smash in the face. They will. That's their MO. That's what it's always been. Question is, can we fight fire with fire? Do we have the dogs as, you know, the the slang out there, the dogs, you know, the, the tough guys that can play this game? We had it for a little while, but it's gone away. I don't know. You know, it's just feel like we're in a freaking Twilight Zone, Groundhog Day, all wrapped into one. Groundhog Day meets Twilight Zone. That's a pitch for a movie or a TV show. You, you don't think it's real. But it is here. It's not fiction. It's nonfiction. And will it ever come back? You know, people, it's interesting. And I, I got to word this the right way because I want to be really respectful to Urban Meyer's wife and his family. Uh, people think like after the incident up in Ohio where he got caught messing around that that he, or whatever he was doing, whatever he was doing, um, you know, that it, 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 it showed his chink of like it's it it exposed him. So now his mojo's gone. So now he's not like this, you know, mystique type guy. You know, like like he's totally different. You know, and you 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 know it's weird. You kind of see it uh, on the sidelines. You see it in the in the uh, um. You know, you see it in the in 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 press conferences and in his in his his emotion. You know, and in his body language, like it's it's like poof, it's gone, like the the bravado. You don't know, and I want to say it like, you know, some people, you know, they need all that to make them feel like I don't. I'm not one of those people, but they 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 need that. That's part of their mystique, you know. And I'm not calling them a womanizer. I don't mean it like that, but like that's part of. You know, and when you're single, nobody cares. They're like, yeah, that's part of who he is. Like, yeah, he's he's that guy. He's that single, you know, dating all these starlets. You know, you, we, we've seen it before with different players and whatnot. And that's part of their whole – that's who they are, right? Right? You know, Urban, untouchable. Fair? Look what he did in Florida. We Look, they won a ton, but look at the problems they had that got – 
thrown under the rug, swept under the rug. The Hernandez, the other players, the guns, the fights, the this, the that. And they all got swept under the rug. Why? Because he was winning. He could do anything. Urban could uh, uh, could do anything. And, um, and no repercussions. I mean, look, he goes to Ohio State, same kind of thing. You know? I mean, case in point. Um, the guy on his staff that was in Gainesville that went with him to Ohio State that was accused of domestic violence both places, and he, he kept him. Why? Because he could. Because he was Urban Meyer. He could do whatever he wanted. If he did any of the shenanigans that he did in Ohio, in those towns, they swept it under the rug. Who cares? It's Urban Meyer. He can do whatever he wants because he wins his championships. You know what I mean? And then maybe it's got exposed, and now we're like, wait, that we're not down with that, coach. We're not some college, you know, town that's gonna allow you to get away with that. That's not what we like. You know, we're not into it. You know, and maybe he, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's lost his mojo, just the whole thing, you know. Cause he's not the same guy. Well, wait a minute. Time out. He doesn't appear to be the same coach is what we are expecting. The coach we were expecting, excuse me, is different than the coach we're seeing. Um, And that's like the core of it all, you know? And then you throw in Trent Bell. I I just – look, if they win Sunday, great. If they win three out – if they finish strong, that's great. If it looks like the train's now on the track – Great. Keep it. Keep it together. I still think Urban's got to make change. I don't think Bevel's a fit. I don't think Bevel's a fit. You know, personality-wise, I heard, he's just, he's different. He's 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 quiet. You know, he's not out in the open. You know, these poor coordinators that have to talk to the media on Thursdays, I feel for them. They don't want to talk to the media. Head coach talks to the media. Why do I have to talk to them? I, don't, I wouldn't want it either. I don't I just look the head coach is the mouthpiece it's his team he does it the NFL makes the coordinators do it I don't like that I wouldn't want I would I I am busy I am game planning I'm trying to figure out how to score points Jags 15 points game ooh 10 a game the last four ooh Tennessee averages 25 points again we're going to lose this game I think maybe they win I don't know but if they get it back on track, I'm okay. But he's got to make some changes. There's definite. He needs some change. He needs some. He needs some changes there. I think. But we'll see. I. Th- I mean, if the train keeps going the way it's going off the track, I have an itch. I don't know what's itching. My head's itching. But you got to. You got to cut it loose. Let it keep going off the track and just forget about it. And and start over. If I'm Mr. Khan, I'm grabbing guys like me and Baselli and old school guys, but not just us, Marcus Stroud, the Freddie Taylors, you know what I mean? The even older guys that had won and just, you know, throw it around. Like, how, how can we make this better? How can we win? Who's the football guy I need? And let us chime in. Not a bad idea. Not that you're making any of us coach or anything like that, although I'm sure a lot of us would and would be honored to. Uh, but it's more just about com- – because he, he needs direction. Our owner needs direction with football. He he doesn't have it. 
failure after failure after failure. Draft pick failures. We're talking about the the Henderson and Chase on first round. Those are busts. Henderson ain't even here. And Chase, I think, is out of position. And I've said that many a time. He's not an outside backer. He's not a defensive end. He's an inside guy. But whatever. So, you know, it's just been failure after failure. So what are you going to do? Like, I'm not going to get all hot and bothered today. I'm not because, you know. By the way, I got my body fat done yesterday. Now, I know. Totally U-turn here. Um, Visceral fat percentage. My overall fat percentage was 20%. So I weighed in at 238 and a half and came in at 20%. Now, full disclosure, I've let my diet go the past couple weeks for the holidays. So I'm not on my, you know, looking at my sugar and all that stuff. I kind of let it go uh, a little bit. Still working out and whatnot. So I know that's going to come down. I'm about eight pounds overweight right now. But 20% total body fat, so that's what, less than 50 pounds fat. I'm 200 pounds muscle, pretty good. And my visceral body fat was 13%, which is very low and very good. So that's the stuff you got to watch out for when you're older. What's up, Graham? Hello, sir. How are we? I'm good. So what what you're really saying here is (laughs) another injury or two at the linebacker position. Not me. No. Urban can call you back up. No, and... I didn't say how, I didn't go into how my feet hurt, my knees hurt, my head hurts, my <laughs> neck hurts, my shoulders ache in the middle of the night. But other than that, I'm good. No big deal. Um, but yeah, it's just you know, it's up to Mr. Khan, Chad. It starts at the top. Everything starts at the top. What kind of franchise do you want to have? Not what real estate you're going to build along with it. What kind of franchise do you want to have? What kind of team do you want to have? Hey, man, if it's one and done, who cares? You know, you cut bait. You move on. Um, I would if it keeps going. Again, I'm willing to wait because we have to. I wouldn't do anything now. It's stupid to do anything now. And who are you going to – who are you calling up? You know, Charlie Strong? I don't know. I mean, he's the assistant head coach in here. The the middle of the season stuff makes a little more sense, in my opinion, in college. Yeah, because you've got recruiting to get yeah, ahead yeah, yeah. of, and yeah, did a lot, if you're a big program, you're going to be in competition with a lot of other big programs for yep. specific guys. Yep. In the NFL, it's like there's <laughs> no need right now. If it you if matter. you now if you had a candidate that you're like you know this kid's gonna this guy's gonna be a head coach one day and he's on our staff maybe it's a defense coordinator maybe it's offense give him a promotion <clears throat> yeah and then right. you're like okay I want him to be the guy uh, that that's different but they don't have that right now is there even a position group on the team where you're like yeah that coach deserves a promotion no <laughs> right. I, now, I like, will say I like what Joe Cullen has done I do too especially after he got going you know and I think it took some time but I like his game plans are are, are good I like the calls the players aren't always doing them but you know, executing, but I like the calls. I like the blitzes. I like the change in uh, uh, the coverages. Um, you know, he's he can only work with what he works with. It feels like know? defensively, there's like a real, there's a little bit more merit to like, they're just not talented enough right now. Yep. Whereas offensively, like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you they've got this ridiculously talented receiving core. Right. But like, come on, man. Yep. Like, like <laughs> no, we went through coach. it on the radio. It's terrible. 
It's terrible. Like, there's a lot of coaching involved here too. Like like oh, why yeah. can the Patriots go pick up Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Angelor and they right. look they look fine. They look fantastic. And then yeah. LaVisca Chenault, he took in the right. second round, can't even catch a pass. Yeah, like, I don't yeah, you know, I don't and that's the thing. And and this is what you know, we we don't know is how much extra time are these players putting in to to hone the craft? You have to do it every day. It's like your lifestyle. And you got to you do know, the, even when you leave. Sorry, even when you leave the facility and you go home, you're still thinking about rehab, stretching, eating, water, whatever, getting a massage, going to your chiropractor, getting enough sleep, whatever it is. Like it's a that's your whole studying. Catching passes, getting a jug machine. Uh, UCF Jaguar, good good uh, call on that on the app. Uh, getting uh, Chanel the jug machine for for Christmas. I thought that was pretty funny. We'll gladly pitch into that. Yeah, I mean, just but that's what we don't know, and, you know. And if you're prepared, you play better. It's it's true. It's it's absolutely true. So I don't know what what extra they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. So you as a player can like kind of provide more analysis on this because you you lived this, you did that. Yep. A lot of it is working smart too, not just hard, right? Because oh, yeah. for, totally. for for years now, we've seen Cam Newton post these crazy workout videos in the right. offseason. He looks like a Greek god. Yep. And it's like that's gr- that, that's great if you're gonna go play tight end. Yeah. But like still still can't throw an accurate ball and still can't read a defense very right. well. Right. So it's like, what's the point? Yep. And like LaVisca all offseason. Yep. I saw all kinds of videos I know. kind of similar like of him working out and yep. That's great that he can break every tackle, but he's dropping passes. Yeah, he's not holding on to it's the Like, ball. you're not training to be a wide receiver. No, right. You know? Yep. Uh, and that's what we don't know. You know, we don't know if the, the extra work's being done, the extra studying. And uh, by the way, they may – I remember – it's funny because our coach would be like, you know, hey, man, don't don't just haul ass out of here and practice is done. If you got to go do extra work, go do the extra work. And that was when – you know, watch the film, you had to stay. You're not, you're not taking a tablet home to go sit on the throne and watch film. I mean, gosh, my family would never find me. I'd be in, you know what I mean? I mean, it's simple. Like, that's I, I could take this home. You're like, I always took my playbook home. I study the tendencies, but it's all out of tablet. So they make it very easy to do the extra work mentally for these players and the staff, really. I mean, what a, what a great thing that you can do that. But... I don't know. It shows in the play. You know, they're two and ten for a reason. There's no, you know, there's no omen against them. There's no, you know what I mean? There's no fairy dust. It's they aren't very good. And I don't think the talent look, are there different levels of talent in the NFL? There are. Is it that much? No. No. They're they're not that from an athletic standpoint and a football standpoint, no. Everything else, yeah, maybe. You know, the intangibles, the studying, the knowing, the working on your craft. I tell you, I'll tell you this again. And I, I always had a great work ethic. I, I was, it was instilled in me in a very young age, and especially with working out. I saw my father work out all the time, so I, it was instilled in me to, to work out. Um, so I always worked on my craft, and I had to. For I always my my whole thing when I was playing it with the Jags was I got to be faster, I got to be quicker, I got to be stronger. So I would like lunchtime, I would eat my sandwich as fast as I could, and I'd go lift weights before practice. My teammates were like, "What are you doing?" Like I'm like, I got this is my edge. I got to have this. If I don't feel like I'm strong, I'm not going to be the player that I need to be. So I would have to do stuff, but. 
Now you take the great players and you look at Tony Baselli and what he would do after practice. Hitting the hand pads while the strength coach is coming at him. Working on his feet. Getting on the treadmill. Running extra. Conditioning extra. Working on his hands. Boom. And he would smack those damn pads so loud. It would be like, whap, whap. It was like a damn grizzly bear. Phenomenal. You know? And here he is. You know, he's got his shoulder pads off, helmet off, football pants still on, football shoes still on, knee braces still on, and he's in the weight room working on his hands. Back in, I've done this before, but you see that. You see Jimmy Smith doing sprints on the treadmill. You know how they crank it up and you jump on, then you jump off, then you jump on, that stuff. You know what I'm talking about? That is is the work that it takes to be really good in the NFL. And if your whole team does it collectively, now you're on to something. And it's not just physical. It's the studying, too. So I don't know. I don't know if they do it. I don't know if they care to do it. Um, All I know is I look at their leader, their head coach, and he looks despondent. He looks like he's out of it. He looks like he's so disenchanted with the whole thing. And if that's the case, how does his players – React to that. You are. I mean, you know, you are. Why are certain teams tough? The coach and the culture, the standard. We're tough. Why is Tennessee tough? Every year they're physical. They may not win every game, but why are they physical? Why? Because everybody that's ever been at the top, the head coach, that's the style that they are. Whether it's uh, Jeff, whatever's on the porn, porn stash guy, Jeff uh, Jeff Fisher, Fisher, he was an old bear, <laughs> uh, great career, but he that's what he was, an overachieving tough guy on the field. Mike Vrabel, same deal, came from a Patriots organization that just oozes toughness. You ain't tough, you ain't on the Patriots, and that's physical, mental, and emotional. Because Bill pulls at all those strings to make sure you're tough enough to be on his team. But why are they tough consistently? Because they consistently hire the right coach that, that, that exudes that kind of toughness. That's an owner that knows football. That's an owner that knows what he wants out of his team, out of his organization. Ask Shad Khan, oh, I want to win. Okay, well, it's more than just wanting to win. What, 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 how are you going to win? What's your identity? What is the identity of the team today? What is it? Tell me. What are they? Are they a bunch of, I don't know, are they a finesse team? Are they a physical team? You know, are they, uh, um, you know, an aggressive team? Are they, you know, an overzealous team? You know, what are they? You know, you look, I'll go back to the Pats offensive line against Buffalo the other night in the, in the blizzard. Did you see that attitude? I know what their identity is. Tough, physical, get after you, bend your will, break your will, coming at you, pushing extra, laying on you, embarrassing you. That's what my team would be too. That's how it's got to be. Because talent will only get you so far. Attitude and talent, now you're talking about something. All right, that'll do it for me this time around. Graham, anything else, buddy? Uh, No, man. I'm still relying on Urban Meyer to, to call you up. Convince you to come out of retirement. Make you know what? I would love. I would love off air. Nobody. Nobody else. Him and I just have a conversation about football and about him as the head coach. Because I would have a lot of questions for him. And my number one would be: Where's the Urban Meyer 
that that used to roam the sidelines. Where's that guy? Yeah, that guy's not here right now. Well, that's, he's got to get. He's got to show the bump up. Right. It's time. That's my number. Where Where are you? Who are you? Like what What's What's wrong with you? Why aren't you the same guy before? And he could tell me everything. You know, first year, whatever. You're the coach, man. You're the alpha male. Nobody else. It's your team. It's your team. You're the alpha male. Don't tell me you don't know, because I know you know. But I'll do it. Have a great weekend, everybody. Go Jags. Uh, I think I picked seven, 17 to 9 Titans. I don't think we score a touchdown. I just don't. And, uh, you know, far, as far as Trevor's concerned, let's just hope he gets back on track, too, because he needs to. I don't know if you guys said it on Jaguars today, but uh, quick trivia. Last time the Jaguars won in Nashville? 2017. Nope. 1998. <laughs> 2013, dude. Wow, no kidding. Dude, I was in, I was like early high school. I didn't Sorry. have my license, bro. Yeah. Horrendous. <laughs> dude. It's horrendous. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you next week right here on Catching Up with Tommy Mac Podcast on 1010XL's podcast platform on Facebook Live, on 1010XL's Facebook Live. Thank you, Facebook, for checking it out and streaming on the relevant app. Check us out on the Apple Store or Google Play. It's a free download. R-E-L-E-V-N-T. No, at the end, relevant app. It's a group messaging chat app with live, interactive podcasting throughout. Until next time, be safe and stay cool. We'll see you right here on Catching Up with Tommy Mack. I never knew that a kid like me could take his mic around the world and flash the big ass D and rock the masses from Madrid to Calabasas.